Do you wonder if others are dealing with the same project management challenges as you? Not sure where to turn for guidance and leadership? Office Hours are in session as we discuss project management and PMOs with global leaders, hearing their story and learning their secrets to success. Our goal is to empower you and help you elevate your PMO and project management career to new heights. Welcome back to Project Management Office Hours with your host, PMO Joe. Welcome, everyone, to Project Management Office Hours. We're the number one live project management radio show in the U.S., broadcasting to you from the Phoenix Business Radio X studios in Tempe, Arizona. I'm your host, PMO Joe, and for the next hour or so, we're going to be talking project management and education and a whole bunch of different stuff with our special guest today. Uh, before we get into the show, I want to make a few announcements like we usually do. Uh, I want to send thank you out to Stuart Easton and his team at Transparent Choice. They had hosted me for one of their webinar sessions a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we had talked about PMO maturity and how organizations often struggle with project delivery compared to their operations side of the house. Um, so that was a great session. Stuart and his team offer a great solution to help with portfolio management. If you're not familiar with Transparent Choice, I highly recommend you go out there and check out their website, take a look at what they have to offer, as I think they can be a big help for you and your organization. Also want to mention uh, everybody who's joining us live, if you can just add into the comments. It's always fun to see where you're joining from, so you can enter in where you're coming from. And then also, if you have questions throughout the show or comments, uh, please add those as well. If we have time, we'd love to be able to get to some of those for all of you. A reminder that these shows can be used as PDUs, right? So each show goes for about an hour, so it equals one PDU. You can go out to the Project Management Office Hours website and listen to the shows for each show you get. You can do self-reported PDUs for a podcast episode. This is episode 104. So 104 PDUs is a lot of PDUs to be able to get. So I highly recommend you go out there, listen to the shows, and not just for the PDUs, right? Uh, for the content and the guests that we've had on, tremendous guests that we've had, uh, sharing lots of interesting stories and useful information that I think everybody can benefit from. Reminder, of course, as I mentioned, we're live on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, and internet radio. So no matter where you are in the world, you should be listening to this or watching us, uh, which is fantastic. We've got a full house today, so I'm super excited to be able to work and introduce all of our different guests with you. So I wanna say th uh, welcome to Luis, Sven, Ivan, Cami and Ivy. Welcome, everybody. We'll get started with Sven. If you can say hello and do a little introduction to yourself so everybody gets to know a little bit more about you. Thank you, Joe. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, my name is Sven Guzman. I'm the Dean of Business Engineering at the CEN in, in El Salvador, Central America. And I'd like to play PlayStation and I have a Two and a half years old baby that is a explosion of happiness and she's keeping me busy with my wife fantastic great to have you on sven and we've got some exciting announcements for later in the show for some things we've been working on lucho if you can take a moment to uh, be able to say hello and introduce yourself thank you joey well community my name is luis guardal uh, everybody calls me lucho that's my artistic name 
You will receive the best recommendations if you ask for Lucho rather than Luis. And yo, my friend, uh, again, thank you. Thank you very much for this invitation. It is a great pleasure to be able to be with you and the dear colleagues of Phoenix Business Radio. And it is even more special because today here with us are some protagonists of the story that we have been building with all this great effort with the Sen and under the trust of Sven. How, in the, you know, as I've gotten to know you and Sven a little bit better, you were a guest on the show with some of, uh, with Ivy, who's here with us as well, a few months back. So we've stayed in contact over, over these months and gotten to know each other a little bit better and certainly getting to know Sven as well. How, how did you meet Sven? What's the origin story? You're both in El Salvador, of course. Yes, I have a funny story on how I met Sven almost 25 or 27 years ago. When I was in school, I was part of a group of young Catholics. Uh, and once I attended a retreat for teenagers and guess who was the guide and the leader of, of that retreat? The one and the only Sven. And for those who don't know him in person, Sven is over two meters tall. And I remember that he always had a lot of patience with us, being a group of teenagers who always wanted to have fun. And that retreat, we slept in common rooms with a lots of beds. And I have this super funny memory of Sven sleeping in a super tiny bed and his legs wouldn't fit and they would roll out of the bed. And it was super funny because with this sheets hanging over his feet, uh, he seemed like an act of magic of something, I would say, where the person's feet are floating in the air. That's my first memory when we met with Sven. After a few years, we met again at the university, and he was my professor. And a couple of years later, he gave me the opportunity to collaborate in a sin as a teacher when he started as a dean of the engineering career. And here we are, involved in different crazy things together, as always. That's that's funny. I can picture, I can, as you were telling the story, I can picture him laying there with his big feet hanging off the bed, right? <laughs> Sorry, Ben. That's my best memory of you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Luke. So, uh, Lucho, we've, as I said, we've been, we've been doing a lot of talking and, and getting to know each other and, finding different ways to collaborate. What are we planning? What's what's next for Lucho and Joe and, and the community that we support? Well, uh, thanks, Joe. I think this is one of the main reasons why we are having this conversation. From some years now, with the support and openness of SN, we have been making different efforts that seeks to increase the competitive uh, competitiveness of our country. And little by little, we have adapted the contents of the business engineering career in such a way that we have been focusing on different knowledge areas, such as corporate strategy, portfolio, program, and project management, obviously. And uh, over time, we've begun to see tangible results where almost 60% of the students get their first jobs in positions related to these subjects. And perhaps 35% make uh, a career in topics related to portfolio and project management, which is awesome. With this in mind, year after year, we have managed to increase the appetite for the quality of SEND professionals from the private sector. 
And in this line, and considering different efforts and alliances that we have been developing, the next step is to harvest for the future. Our short-term objective is to create the first center of excellence in the region, focused on training and development professionals from early stages as high school and universities in disciplines such as corporate strategy, portfolio, program, and project management. At the end, this center of excellence seeks to raise the level of competitiveness, as I said before, of our country and our region, generating world-class human capital, trained and certified by the best practices in the industry. In the midterm, and with some additional alliances that we are formulating with the government and private sector, we are dreaming of approaching a world-class educational model. And by fortune, for us, as an evidence of the quality of the Salvadorian talent, last year we had the blessing of being recognized by the PMO Global Alliance as the best PMO in America from El Salvador, best project management in America by the CCW from El Salvador, best PMO in the America by the Chamber of BPOs in Latin from El Salvador. These credentials opened endless doors and opportunities for us. And these were the missing pieces to take this desire to serve our community and take this center of excellence to the next level. One of our main prerogatives as a professionals is always put people first. Our belief is that you cannot be a great professional without first being a great person. And with that in mind, uh, with the aim of linking our local community with the world, we are organizing official communities. We are organizing official alliances with the most prestigious institute and, and the specialized communities in the world. And uh, on this occasion, on this occasion, I would love to celebrate our most recent alliance with the PMO leader community, who have blindly trusted in us for bring. Uh, to bring these wishes and service to Latin America, starting in our little El Salvador, of course, as the first phase of the plan. In the coming months, we will confirm alliances with other institutes such as the PMO Global Alliance, the IPMA, and we hope that many more. At the end of the day, our desire is to honor these opportunities with the service with service, and give back to our community, thinking hum human and thinking as a global community. And it's, it is important to mention that this story has been written with the same talent. And a couple of these protagonists are with us today as living testimonies that our approach is on the right track. Yeah, that, that's super exciting. As the founder of the PMO Leader Global Community, one of the things that we identified really was a weakness in Latin America, right? Where we just weren't connecting with the communities there to help evolve and improve project management. And this partnership now between Asen and the PMO leader is going to give us that opportunity, right? To make an impact and really do it with people who are starting their careers, not necessarily those who are experienced already. Of course, that's important as well. But we're so happy to have with us, uh, as you mentioned, three people who are already benefiting from from what Ascend has to offer. So let's talk to them a little bit as well and have them introduce themselves. Let's start with Cami. We'll have you go first. 
Hello, and thank you for having us today. It's a great pleasure. My name is Camila Maldonado. I'm currently working as senior consultant for the Global Solutions team at Intellis International. And I have known Lucho for quite a while now, and also been a dean of, of my career. I'm a business engineer as well. So it's a great pleasure to be here today. Thank you so much. Uh, Ivy, we'll come over to you next. Hey, thank you for having us. Uh, my name is Yvette. Also known Lucha for a long time and also has been, I'm a business engineer and I actually have a, a great stories to tell within the Zen and within our team in, at WeatherPelp. So thank you for having us here. Yeah, my pleasure. We'll, we'll certainly come back to you and hear some of those stories as well. And Ivan. Thanks for having us here. It's a great honor. Uh, my name is Ivan Kukalon and uh, I work as a product manager in the next step, which is a up and coming marketing agency in the States. And yeah, I've known Lucho for a while now, it's been as well. And it, I have great stories on, on how they help build what I am today. So fantastic. It's great to have you. And, and thanks to everybody who's joining us online. We're seeing people here in Arizona and Los Angeles. Looks like uh, Lucho, you got someone who, you, who knows you is uh, online here as well as Columbia and, and others around. Awesome. You know, you know, one of the things that has been mentioned uh, has been SN, and I think what's important for our listeners is to actually understand what that is, right? Uh, we, we've mentioned it by name, but Sven, if you can tell us a little bit more about SN and uh, and what it is and, and why that's important for everybody to get to know it. Well, SN is a university here in El Salvador. Uh, we have two main pillars here at the SEN, academic excellence and opportunity for all. And we practice academic excellence, signing partnership with universities around the world. For example, in business engineering, we have an student exchange with Universidad Católica de Chile, one of the best Latin American universities. We also have an ex a student exchange with universities in Germany, in Mexico, uh, just to, to name a few. We also bring some professors from different uh, universities around the world. We bring professors from Princeton, Clemson, Arkansas. Okay, maybe we can bring you here, Joe, to teach us a class about, <laughs> about uh, project management. Who, who, who best? Well, you, you will be joining the class with Lucho because Lucho is, is our expert here. And, and that's, that's the same. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's the same. We have three degrees. Uh, economics and business, uh, law, and business engineering. That is the, the degree that I that I lead. And, and tell us a little bit about the business engineering, right? In your the programs that you utilize to be able to help the students get some practical, real world experience through mm -hmm. the training and education as well. Yes, of course. Uh, business engineering is is a different kind of engineer, one that has technical capabilities to solve technical problems since it's an engineer, he or she may be able to solve technical problems, but at the same time has the understanding of a company or the business that is currently working. Our students learn about economics, microeconomics, human resources, finance, but also have a deeper knowledge in the technical side, in processes, in supply chain, in data science, and of course, project management. And also, they, they have the technical side, but they are also, we want them to be involved in extracurricular activities. Like for example, I mentioned before, we have three degrees, 
But the last time I saw, we had 13 student societies. And, and that's very important. That's part of the ethos of the university. For example, we have a student society that is called HOPE, that they help students, that they help kids with cancer. They also have another society that help kids uh, teaching them math, uh, to read. So it's it's very important for us to have extracurricular activities. And, and I think that's what complements them and that makes them good for a, for a project management job. Since they have the technical side, they know how to, to, to do some teamwork and some leadership. They, they, may, they are able to work in, in this area. And as Lucho mentioned, uh, many of our alumni are working as a project manager or, or areas re- related to that. And, and for those who don't know, uh, because we have people joining from all over the world, right? El Salvador isn't the biggest country in the world. How, how would you describe El Salvador in size uh, for those who are joining us? Well, I guess 7 million people, 2 million living abroad, 5 million living uh, here in El Salvador. And it's a country that you can cross by in three hours by road. We only have 20,000 meters square, but we are hunger to serve. And we, we all, and we always have this big smile and gratitude. And what I think is important to, to recognize, right, it's, it's a small country, but small in size does not mean small in contribution and capability. And Lucha, you had talked about uh, winning all of those awards for your PMO. But Sven, I believe some of the members of that PMO were graduates as, of business engineering from SN. Is this correct? Yes, yeah, this is correct. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's add context to that, right? The best PMO in Americas came from, I believe, the smallest country in the Americas, and members of that PMO were all graduates of the business engineering program from SN University. Yes, that's correct. It is maybe Ivan, Kami, or Evie, maybe can share this journey that allows us to, well, have this type of blessing. Yeah, actually, it's because we received the project management class in your last semester. So in this case, we know Lucho for our, I don't know, for the last semester of our career. And he focused on building his team with alumni. So in this case, we met him um, for me, it happened that they had an opportunity and an opening in the company that Lucho and I am working, actually. So we started working together prior I graduate from um, from university. So now it's been five years since we've been working together. And when I entered the team, I started working with Ivan and with Cami, that they were also working at the same team. So at the end, it's a big family that we have from different generations from our university. How about uh, you, Ivan? What stories do you have to share about uh, the program? Uh, actually, one of the, the top stories that I have is that up to this date, Lucho still gives me a hard time uh, because I, I, I skipped most of his classes. So um, <laughs> I remember that afterwards, um, 
when I graduated from university, I, I got a call from Lucho uh, because he had this opportunity at the, at the, at one link. And um, I got a recommend, he got the recommendation from a friend of mine that was currently working there. And I remember him telling uh, that friend of mine that he didn't remember me from his classes. <laughs> and now how could he, I mean, I, I, I missed most of them and, and it sounds funny because I, 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 after, I don't know, three years, something like that, after I graduated, I helped them out in, um, in that same course with other students. And, um, uh, I remember seeing his material, uh, looking at his classes and him teaching. And afterwards I told him, Lucha, you know, you're, you're actually a very good teacher. And he just started laughing. He said, you would have known that if you would have paid attention in, during, during the classes. Um, but it's also sad, you know, because it, it, I know that if I would have paid more attention and went more to his classes, I would have uh, had a couple of more easier years uh, when starting out uh, working there at OneLink as a project manager. So. And I see uh, it looks like a guitar on the wall behind you. And Lucio, I know, loves music, so I'm sure you two hit it off uh, over music as well. I think it was Actually, my gift, Ivan. It is, it is your, it is your guitar, Lucho. <laughs> well, there's a coincidence for you. Cami, uh, how about you? So when I was in my senior year, I wasn't sure what to do next because as, an, as a business engineer, you learn so much about different areas as quality and uh, you and at that time, we even have human resources in the pensum and economics, and and there were so many options. And I remember when I get to the senior year, I received this class with Lucha about project management, <clears throat> and I always thought about myself as no quite complete engineer <laughs> because pretty much everyone around me was very logical and and very in like this analytics and stuff, and and I was more like into the people side. And when I met Lucho, um, he was like, hey, you, you can have people and you can relate with people uh, being an engineer. Um, so after I graduated, I decided that I wanted to work in project management. And a few months after, uh, Lucho called me that, saying he had this opportunity in one link to start as a project manager. Um, so I started as a business engineer, uh, sorry, as a business development project manager with Lucho was a great opportunity for me because Lucha became my mentor uh, for the following five years that I stayed in one link. And I was able to develop so many skills related to project management. Uh, some of them that I, I apply today, working as a senior consultant, more focused in the sales uh, part of the BPO business, but definitely studying in Zen opened me so many um, doors and gave me the opportunity to meet so many people one of them was Lucho, and um, he was invited to my, my wedding. Evie, Evie was my bridesmaid. I met my husband in school as well. So um, I think that was one of the best decisions that I could, uh, that I could have made. And and as of now, and then being a professional, um, I apply all that knowledge every day, and I'm very happy to be here sharing with you and being still part of this wonderful family that we created with Lucho. That's fantastic. I mean, all of the connections. You you got more than just uh, education. You got real life education uh, yeah, there as well. Absolutely. Yes. So, Sven, the this is all fantastic. Obviously, we've got these students who are in business engineering and and they're getting project management training from Lucho, and and we're talking about this partnership with the PMO leader. 
explain from an Essen perspective, right, from the from the university perspective as to what this partnership will mean for you and, and how we'll be able to work together? Yes, of course. Well, we are always looking for partnership, partner with the with the best companies, the best teams in order to to prepare our students in order to to have a very well alumni group. Uh, just uh, uh, some parentheses, for example, Lucho, Lucho is pretty smart. He teaches the last year so he can take the best students and work with him. So that's one of his tactics. So the, <laughs> being opportunistic. Yes. Being opportunistic. <laughs> yes. So, uh, well, our plan here will be to, to look for, for companies that can help our students to develop their best abilities. And we, we don't have thesis at the last year. Our senior students, what they do is they, they have several classes that are called project of engineering. And in those classes, they go to companies and they have to solve a problem in those companies. So the focus is very, very handmade, very, you have a problem and solve it in the company and for the company. So we're always looking for companies to, to sign MOUs with us uh, so the students can have different, different experiences. We have had uh, projects with asylums, with restaurants, with hospitals, because the idea is to put an engineer in a different, in a different area, in, not in a typical area, not in a typical company, and try to apply those those tools that they have in order to solve problems and what best with people in the company. So that's what we are planning to do with the with the PM, PMO leader is to have a to have a partnership, work together, have a long-term relationship, and to have our students experience to work in real problems. Right now we are working with Ivan's company. In, in Seattle doing some virtual work, but they are solving some problems for them. So, so our students are, are used to do some uh, overseas working, but now we are looking for, for the best companies and I think who best than the PMO leader. Yeah, and, and this is why it's so important for me, right? When I went to college, there were no programs for project management, right? I, I didn't find out until several years into my professional career that project management was even a, a role, right? I didn't know it was a job. But what I when I did find it, I realized that's who I am. I, I'm just a project manager, right? Some people are singers or some people are athletes. And, you know, they, you're just born with a certain set of skills. Had I known that I was a project manager back in university, I could have been training myself at, a, at an earlier age to come out and have a more impactful career while I was younger. And we want to be able to now give back as the PMO leader global community to students who've recognized that they're in this program and then take companies right from all around the world and say there is a talent pool of students at Essen that is available to work on these student consulting projects to come in and help your organization. And of course, there's the guidance of Lucho and Sven and, and the alumni that are part of this to be able to, to go there. But what an amazing opportunity for both the student and for the company, 
right, to be able to come together and utilize these young, smart, energetic students to be able to solve problems and be able to make value. So we're super excited in the PMO leader community to be able to partner with you and to be able to help these students fulfill their dream, right, of, of getting their education, but getting practical, real-world experience, I think, is really important. So thank you for the opportunity to partner with us and excited to see how that evolves and grows over time as we work together. No, thank you, because you are opening a lot of doors for us and also giving our students mentors so they can see how the mentors perform in the in the in the project management area that you're working right and and the other thing we're doing of course all memberships in the pmo leader community are free so we're we're strongly recommending every student in the program become a member of the community and then they have access to all of those mentors as you just mentioned as well as the content and to participate in the events so it's just a rich talent pool of people and content to bring those two things together to me has has me very excited and, and super excited uh, as well to announce that Lucho, my new good friend that we've gotten to know each other so well, you're now joining the PMO leader as a member of our board of advisors representing Latin America and South America. So I welcome you to the board of advisors as well. And thank you for all of your contributions. Thank you, Joe. Thank you for the vote of trust and looking forward for all the upcoming adventures and next steps to give back to our communities in Latin America. Certainly. Now, Sven had mentioned a uh, project uh, with your company up in Seattle. Is that something that you can talk about uh, or share with everybody? Or, or do you, can you speak to any of your own examples of, of your student projects that you had done with Ascent? Yeah, of course. I actually had the opportunity to work both um, on both sides, both uh, as a as a tutor uh, from SM, uh, helping students uh, with other projects in other companies, and also now I'm fortunate enough to have a couple of students working at the company that I work with, and we have a couple of different projects that we're running with them. So it's a marketing agency. Uh, it's it's based on Minnesota, and we have this um, this this projects in which. Our day-to-day basis is helping our clients understand their customers' need in a more quantifiable way. So we have this, this students that are very technical, very knowledge, and they can analyze information much faster than, than, than uh, we normally can. So we have this big sets of information that we need to make sense out of. Uh, so we have the students who have a very critical eye. They're very uh, detail-driven that just start analyzing that data and start giving out conclusions of what they're seeing, the trends in the, in the, in the customer needs, um, the customer wants, uh, willingness to pay. So it's, it's getting that data, trying to analyze it and place it in a more um, visual and, and, and understandable way for our, our clients. That's what they've been helping us uh, most of the time. So I think it's, it's, it's very valuable both for us, because I mean, we, we still, I mean, we get the benefits of very, very qualified um, uh, resources there. And they also get the experience of interacting with uh, real life customers in multiple industries. I mean, we've run that process with more than 12 different product lines in six different industries. So we have that, that ability to, to share that knowledge, to share that expertise coming from multiple clients all over the, 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 um, uh, the states in that case. Um, so that they can grow and learn uh, as well through this program. Yeah, th- this is 
again, that's a fantastic program. And I think back to my own company, the PMO Squad. Last year, we had utilized Arizona State University in a similar program to be able to bring in some student consultants to help us. But they weren't project management minded, right? So we were a project management company and we were utilizing smart kids that were trained and did a fantastic job for us. But it would have been nice as well to have people that were getting project management education at the same time and to be able to leverage that during that session where they were helping us. So it makes sense to me. We're we're all busy at work trying to do stuff, right? And there's always things that we can't get to because we don't have enough time. And a program like this, Sven, I would imagine gives the, the company a chance to get things done that they may not have normally been able to. And they, the student, of course, gets the benefit from that as well. Yes, of course. It's a win-win relationship. You know, we've talked about, you know, all the different awards that uh, the PMO has won, but that's not the only victories uh, that have been happening, right? Ascend has had some other first place wins as well. Can you share about the the simulation tournaments that they've uh, taken top honors in? Ah, yes. We, uh, we participate every year in a simulation tournament that is, is sponsored by an American company located in Pittsburgh. They, they specialize in, in software simulation. For example, if you, want to, if you want to have a digital twin of your manufacturing company, you can do it with this software. And, and we, we teach simulation in, in our university for, for our engineers. And twice a year, this American company organizes a tournament in order to solve a real problem for a, for a worldwide company. All universities that have this software around the world can participate in this, in this problem. And the, the interesting side is that participates undergraduate students like, like us, but graduate students as well. So you are competing against a mass, as someone that is studying a master or, or even a PhD. So it's a very competitive uh, tournament. And we have won several times, I think four times the first place. And the last time we won was in December, 2020, modeling a barbecue restaurant. The students uh, had to reduce inventories of, of meat, long queues, unhappy customers. And of course they have to improve the revenue of the company. It was a, a big restaurant, a chain restaurant. So they have to apply uh, a lot of tools that they, that they learned through the, through the university. In that tournament, there were more than 600 teams from 53 wow. countries. Jeez. And our students did an amazing job representing our country and, and our institution. And, and I think the, the, the four times that we have won the first place is not because, because of me, it's not because of the university, it's because of the students and the professors that they have, that they made an amazing job teaching our students. Our students are willing to, to give the face in a tournament, to, to say, I am, I am participating in this tournament and I'm going to give my best for this. So we, we are very, very happy. And, and that's something that brings happy to the country, that, that our country needs more good news. Yeah, that's uh, fantastic. And so many different schools represented. What, a, what an amazing feat. And just take a sidebar for, for 30 seconds, if everybody will indulge me as we're talking about victories. My nephew, Luke, I'm sure is not listening to this program, but I want to acknowledge yesterday his team 
Uh, he plays uh, baseball in college at Herkimer College in upstate New York, and they won the National Junior College Division Three World Series yesterday. So I want to say uh, congratulations to Luke and his team for taking home the title. Uh, so maybe not as impressive as beating 600 other universities, uh, teams that are out there, but still nonetheless, super exciting for him and his team members. Yeah. Congratulations. Mike, congrats. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, one thing I, I want to make sure that we talk about Lucho is, you know, obviously you're in El Salvador and it's a Spanish speaking country. So maybe other companies out there are thinking, Hey, is are these students going to be Spanish speaking? Am I going to be able to use English with them? But obviously we have three students or former students with us, alumni here, and they're all speaking English. What is the, the, the expectations for students regarding speaking English versus Spanish and being able to work with companies around the world? Well, uh, from a sense perspective, Joe has have this B2 uh, achievement of uh, this B2 level of English uh, is a, it's a mandatory requirement to graduate. Uh, I mean, from business engineering perspective, it's a requirement to be a bilingual in certain level. But uh, that's from the university perspective. But from my country perspective, uh, there are a lot of opportunities in Latin that we can pursue. So at the end of the day, we need to think how to provide the best human capital, no matter, no, no matter it will be to serve Latin America or the States or Europe. But uh, it is still a constraint from our region that we are Spanish native speakers. And most of the academy regarding these topics, corporate strategy, portfolio management and program management is still only available in English. So part of this journey will include to create material in Spanish to, well, be able to create opportunities for the Spanish speakers. And, and for all the, the alumni, student alumni that we have on, Sven had talked about that competition. I should have asked back then, were, did any of the three of you compete in any of those tournaments? Were any of you involved in those? Yeah, actually, I remember participating. And actually, it was one of the projects that made me uh, decide to go for a project management career in this case. I remember uh, participating not just in the competition, the simulation competition, but also in the different projects with different companies. Actually, I one of the, my projects was with the banking industry. And the other one, I remember that we traveled to a small town outside the metropolitan area of San Salvador. And we went to a cheese factory that everything was manual. I mean, that it was handmade cheese. So uh, you can see a lot of things from the banking corporation to something that it has manual processes. And you can apply all the knowledge that you receive through the entire career and apply it to real issues and help the company. So not just the simulation part that I remember it was uh, a restaurant also, but uh, also the other part that we, where you can participate in projects with real companies. That's fantastic. Kami, or I, uh, how about you? Yes, I was also part of, of many projects in SN. Uh, I was more focused in production. I remember our project was to optimize a line of production of this window factory 
So it was very interesting and very focused in quality and statistics, as well as project management, since you have to meet uh, all the deadlines and handle all these type of people. So it was, was a very fun project for me because it was like working. Mean, meanwhile, I was studying. That is not something that we used to do. And in a sense, since the workload is, is very, very high. So it was like taking some time off to experiment real life and, and real work and environment with, with people. And just going a little bit backwards, uh, when you asked about people uh, speaking in English, healing and Salvadoran bilingual labor force, is, is something that it's more like a cultural thing here, here in El Salvador. You can find a lot of talent that is bilingual. And actually, that's why we are one of the countries that have so many call centers here in Central America and many of us work in call centers right now. And more from a sales perspective, I can tell um, we have this offer because we have so um, so related to the U.S. culture as, as El Salvador. You know, we have all these famous chains of fast food, so many young talent that has been studying English as my case. Um, and I know Ivan as well. We, we studied in, in schools that teach you English since we are a little. So um, this is something that we can, uh, so we, we go, when we get to SN is something that they ask us to perfectionate. And in, as, as we are graduated, uh, graduating as professionals, um, it opens to you so many doors uh, to all these international companies, such as the one I'm working right now. It definitely is something that complements your education as a, as a professional. In my year, uh, when we were graduating, it was actually the first time that we participated in that simulation tournament. So I remember we participated and we had to send this, this, this video introduction of ourselves. So we hadn't participated any time before. Uh, so we tried to make it funny and jumping with music and everything. So I remember we sent it out. Uh, we participated. We, wanted, we had to optimize an airport. Airport operations, so reducing queues, uh, baggage, equipment, transportation within the the airport. So we sent out this this um, the, our, our project uh, built up with our video, and I remember uh, viewing the 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 award ceremony live. All of the different videos of the people who had participated, all very so very very formal. Uh, just hi, welcome, thank you, I'm Ivan. And we had music, we had everything. And it was very funny looking at that 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 contrast between the participants. Unfortunately, we, I think it was that I remember it was the first time that uh, we got a third place. We fortunately didn't got a, the, the 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 first one. We got a third one, but it was very fun. I, and yes, uh, it, it's it's those um, opportunities that we get of, of truly competing against uh, international. Um, students, I mean, worldwide, it's it's of true value um, once we're sitting there at SN. Yeah, I, I can only imagine uh, how fantastic that is for everybody. And, and, and Lucho, let me ask, this is the second show you've been on. Ivy was on the first show. I'm, I'm just getting to meet Cami and, and Ivan as well for the first time. But I can see, right, the what Cami got out of her education beyond just the education, right? Friendships and, 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 and a husband. And Ivan's got your guitar on his wall. Help us understand El Salvadoran culture to, you just all seem so friendly and outgoing and, and family oriented. Is, is this, are you guys the norm or are you guys just outliers? I mean, what is the culture like there for us to really understand 
what it's like? Well, I would say yes. We are very people oriented. Uh, it's part of, a, of our nature. But also, I need to say that this is not for everybody. So, what we are building with what we have been building, it's a space uh, where we can create this bonding as a family, because a family they care take care of, of each other. For me, uh, if you can be the best friend first, you can't be any, any leader. So uh, as I as I even said, uh, um, he wasn't the best student, <laughs> but but you can feel his heart, and 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 Ivan has a reason for not well attending uh, for the lectures. He was working, working hard, working hard to take care of, of, of his family. So I saw that things, uh, I have this, I don't, I don't know, I can smell good hearts in these energetic professionals. So the best combination for me is a good heart with the right amount of energy. So we have been working uh, under this model for almost 10 years and it works. And uh, this is not a formula. It's the way we are. And it's the only way that, that we know on how to handle people, emotions, friendship, and family. So I will say most of the Salvadorians has, have this, this people skills. But uh, at the end of the day, it's only an option. It's not for everybody. If you can be part of the family, you can, be, you can share the spirit with us. But if not, it's okay. It's just an option. It's the option that we value the most. Yeah, and it, it comes across so genuine when when you see that it's real and not forced, right? And that's what's been fantastic getting to know you and, and everybody you've always brought with you. I guess the, the follow-up question for me on that is now taking that to a professional perspective with project management. And, and you've had such success in different awards that you've won. But what, how is project management within Latin America, right? Is, is, is it evolved to the point where it's now accepted and, and, and it's getting the attention that it needs or, or is there more attention that's needed on project management and PMOs in Latin America? What is, I know it's hard to give a regional perspective, but what's your thoughts related to that? Well, I would love to, because I have my own testimony, but um, the best testimony is, when you feel the the street, the real thing. So Kami and Yvette uh, and, uh, and Ivan, uh, you have been part of this journey and you have been learning and identifying how the professionist categorizes within within well, all the professional offers. So uh, I would love to hear you uh, share your thoughts about how do you see the profession? And then I can jump in because my my appreciation comes from almost 15 years ago, but maybe Ivan, Evie, and Kami. Maybe I, I can just give a contribution here. Uh, and from my perspective, I think people is getting surprised of what are they finding in, in Latin America. The solutions team in Talos was originally just located in the U.S. And when I start working with them is because they decided they will give a Central American opportunity to see if they can find a talent. So my position was open in uh, Guatemala and El Salvador, and I was picked um, as the senior consultant uh, to support 
the global sales team everywhere. You know, we are in EMEA, APAC, Americas. So I have the opportunity to interact with so many people and these Salvadorian skills um, of being so warm and, and welcoming with people and opens you so many doors and, and you are really able to engage and knowing about all these different cultures. So uh, given the success, fun, finding talent in the solutions team, uh, they are not opening new uh, job positions uh, in El Salvador and Guatemala. And we're looking to expand our team in the region because they realize there's a lot of talent. There's a pool of people, uh, bilingual people with great knowledge, with great experience in so many industries, always able and willing to work. So it's not that you have the experience and you have the knowledge, but you have the attitude to learn more and, and to work with, with, with other people in the world. So I think right now the market is looking very attractive, not just for local uh, companies, but for many other companies around the world that have started recruiting and, and expanding teams here in Central America. Yeah, and also contributing with what uh, Camila was mentioning, it's that with this project management award that we won last year actually opened an, another uh, region's doors. So for example, for us, it's like they are really interested in what is behind the success of a company. And they are realizing that it's not just uh, a methodology, but it's the way you implement that methodology in the different industries. So uh, in the BPO industry, you can work with other companies and you cannot get to understand what is the what is the methodology or what is the industry behind those companies. So they actually, when they met El Salvador and when they see what is their El Salvador results, you realize that what we have been working on is a project management methodology base that now it expands to other industries. So they are seeing the value that that methodology brings to other companies and not just the BPO market or not just the industries that have been trusting uh, the PMO uh, from years. Yeah, absolutely. It completely makes sense. In, in my case, uh, I would like to answer in two parts. So first one is my current company. Um, we actually started and we only had one Salvadorian team member in the company. Uh, that was about a year and a half ago. Nowadays, uh, we have uh, it's not that big of a company, but we have six more Salvadorian professionals working within that company. So I, I think it's a testament of uh, how well Salvadorian professionals are, are working with external companies. And the other one is that there's also a very big part of, in terms of education, education that comes from us as project managers uh, to the outside, to the people, uh, to the teams uh, with which we, we work. Because um, when I started um, in, in my previous job with, with Lucho, I remember, I mean, the, the PMO was very young. I mean, the company was young as well. We had, uh, I think it was only operating about a year and a half before I, I joined the team. And I remember that we had this 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 process in which we had to teach all of the different team members what our actual roles were. So I remember the first thing, most of the people just thought that we were the guys who scheduled the meetings, and that was <laughs> it. I mean, whenever either operations or IT or anyone needed a meeting with someone else, they just called us and said, hey, can you book a meeting with these guys? And okay, we're the guys who scheduled meetings. Then we grew, grew a little bit, and we were the guys who took notes in the sessions. Mm. 
so we were the guys who took all the notes. We sent out all of the meeting minutes and everything. Then we got a big update. So we were the guys who knew where everything stood. So if they wanted to know how the project was doing, they wanted to know about certain stuff, they knew that they could ask us and we would know the answer for each one of the projects that we were handling. Then we became the guys who just gave them tasks. So we were putting pressure and, and assigning to-dos and making them work. And they started saying, oh, there comes the PM. I have more work to do. Uh, but then we got that final upgrade and, and comes from medication as well. We became, the, we became the guys who made stuff happen. Mm-hmm. So whenever they had a new project that they wanted to succeed, that wanted it to be successful, they reached out to us. So it's it's that component uh, component of of also um, education towards uh, the, within that company that also helps out because this was a couple of years ago and I I trust nowadays in, in that company I mean everyone knows what the, the role of a PM is uh, for based on what Lucho taught us. What three fantastic stories from three alumni of the SN program and Sven as Dean of the Business Engineering students, how proud you must be to know that your program is producing these amazing professionals and the impact they're making out there in the world. Yes, our provost said that our alumni are like our families. Like we are very proud of their achievements. We are very proud of Camila, Yvette, Ivan, how they have advanced, how I see them as pioneers. They are walking through paths where there is no path and they are opening doors for other business engineering students students that come behind them so we are, we are very proud of them and, and i'm very proud to be working in this partnership with your your university to be part of this journey and helping these students become great professionals one thing i don't think we mentioned and i know we're getting short on time though is how many students are in the business engineering uh, program? Because companies may be saying, hey, I, I, I want to I get some of these amazing students to come help us. Uh, how many students are in the program to be able to have out there and be available? Well, right now we have 350 students in total. So we are very scarce, high talented people. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, it again, for everybody that's been on the, the, your university, the program, the work that Lucho's led from a PMO perspective, there's just success written all over that, right? I mean, the, the success from a personal perspective, uh, the family-type mindset that you have together, the university to help produce young professionals that can perform at such a high level, and then, of course, within the profession itself to win the number one award uh, in the industry or the best PMO in America's. Um, fantastic job for Lucho and all of you to be able to accomplish that. So I, I thank you all for joining us today. I will just give Lucho and Sven a moment here. If you guys can say, how can people get in touch with you if they want to learn more and, and connect with you? Well, uh, we are just about to create a center of excellence and community. But meantime, we can uh, uh, you can reach out through LinkedIn and uh, also directly with the SEN uh, if we want to be part of these communities, this long-term plan and strategy, more than welcome. Awesome. Well, thank you, Lucho, my friend. It's always great to, to connect with you. And Sven, what's uh, the best way to connect with you as well? well? With me, with LinkedIn 
and you can email me at, at my my office email i i can i can do that for you if you want to do some projects uh, you can contact joe and joe is the is the gatekeeper and we're going to work together in in these and more projects yes absolutely i'm looking forward to all of that thank you all for joining us uh ivan ivy and cami as well thank you so much for being a part of this and best of luck as you continue your amazing careers that you're just at the beginning of and we'll keep getting you back involved on all of this stuff as well because i want to hear the story right the journey as it goes forward and and then you become lucho right and you have students coming to you and you're working with them because that's that's the journey we're all on right is giving back to those who come after us they are way better <laughs> i always said, said to them the same thing so thank you uh, also to all of our listeners, right? If we didn't have listeners, we wouldn't have a show. And certainly I want to thank them all for joining us. Also be sure to go out and visit the PMO Squad website, hit slash podcast, and all 103 former episodes will be listed there. This one will be up next week. And our schedule for the remainder of the year, I think we're, we only have one or two open dates between now and the end of December. We have some amazing guests coming up. I've talked about it for several weeks that I wasn't sure if Maria Abdelina would be joining me live from Ukraine. And we have confirmation that Maria will be joining me live from Ukraine in two weeks, along with two of her PMO members. And we're going to talk about project management and PMOs during the middle of a war and, and what that is like for the people of Ukraine. So I strongly encourage everybody to join us for that episode. That's going to be something special that I know I'll never forget. And I think will be amazing for our industry to be able to hear uh, the impact that she's having over there. Also, we've got uh, coming up the smart PM, Melissa McDonald will be joining us. Constantine Reibel and Robert Priest joining from Germany. Mate Severa, Track Via is going to come back and talk about the citizen developer program with PMI. Dr. Robert Joslin will be joining Suzanne Davenport. Keydin, one of the, the leading PPM solutions out there, they're going to come talk about their tool. Chris Sprague, uh, Sanjeev Augustine, uh, just an all-star lineup of guests that are coming up over the course of the year. So we're super excited for that. So as you know, we're a live show, but we do record these. So please subscribe to Project Management Office Hours, the podcast out on Apple Podcasts, Google, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Spreaker, whatever your platform of choice is. And thank you to our sponsors, the PMO Squad and the PMO Leader. We are super excited at the PMO Leader to welcome SN in as a partner and Lucho uh, to our advisory board. So that's it for now. Office hours are closed until next time. I'm PMO Joe, and you've been listening to Project Management Office Hours. Thanks for listening to another episode of Project Management Office Hours with PMO Joe. You're not alone in your project management journey. We're here to help you achieve your goals. Subscribe to Project Management Office Hours on your favorite podcast platform to catch all of our episodes and hear industry leaders share their story and secrets to success.